Put that shit on, do your dance, say ball, do your dance, put that shit on, do your do, dance, dan, dan, do your dance, put that shit on. That's the I, song of the summer, man. I need to hear the real track because I like the video that I saw. Man, I listen to that track every day to motivate me. Remember that song last year, uh, Mr. Put It On? I forgot his name. It's over. I forgot his name, too. Yeah. See how fast it goes? AB put that shit on. Come out with a swaggy dance. I like how he's flowing on the hook. His verse, his some of his bars are hilarious. I actually thought that kid from Houston had a little bit of a chance, too. I really did. <laughs> I really yeah. did. Yeah, I know. But hey, he has funny lines like, AB, why you make the goat retire? Whoa, what's your deal or something? Damn. Then, <laughs> what, go ahead. That's Soldier Boy level of lying and flexing, but I respect mm -hmm. it. Then he said later, Buffalo skin on my coat. She think I play for the Bills or something. If you And if you don't remember, he was traded to the Bills or almost was, but he turned it down. And then that's how he ended up on the Raiders. And then he forced his way out of there. So he's letting you know a little bit about his history. And then he, the next line is, she wants to drive the boat. I'm tripping. I'm thinking she's talking about a yacht. You know, he didn't know about the make the stallion drive the boat lingo was to drink liquor and get turned. He thought she really wanted to push the yacht. See, that's how advanced he is. She could whip it with AB because he has that shit on if he's truly happy with where he's at, then what I'm about to say doesn't matter. But um, shout out to him. He's a legend, but he's a fuck guy, you know? Um, he nah, should still he's be, not a fuck guy. He should still be playing and doing numbers, but he, no, he shouldn't. So many fuck, situations. Nah, man, fuck sports. If you can get out of it and do other fun stuff, like that shit is cool. He's already a Hall of Fame. He has a ring. He's done everything you're supposed to do in a sport. Nah, you don't need he, no more CTE. He's good. Nah, he should get more rings and he should break records, in my opinion. Nah. And that shit don't matter. Like, football, for me, is not a sport that records really matters. Like, yeah, baseball well. was the ultimate sport. Baseball was the sport where, like, numbers mattered the most. Baseball is the ultimate geek sport because, you know, it's 162 games, so you have to care about the stats. It gives you something to look into. Like, they're the ones they created. The first fantasy sports is through baseball. Like all the analytics shit is through baseball, money ball is through baseball. I think they care about stupid, stats, but I but think that, I don't. I, don't I think, think that's that a stupid opinion. I think that's a stupid opinion that baseball is the only sport where records matter. That's just my yeah, opinion. it is. Like historically, like no, that's you a, your say, <clears throat> that's a stupid opinion. All right, so what's the all time? Tell me what's the most passing yards in a career. I don't know. Peyton Manning or Tom Brady has it, but that's what's uh, that's no, great. that's what I'm saying. What's the number though? That's I my don't know. Point. Who cares? That's He's my point though. He's in a receiver. Baseball, it's but that's my, but that's my point. You're not in a base, football fan. Nah, but that's my point. In baseball, the numbers fan. matter. The numbers First, matter. I don't like, know shit about baseball numbers. But that's my point though. In baseball, that matters. In football, it doesn't matter. That's why you don't care to know the stats. The same in basketball. No one gives a fuck how many points does 36. Uh, 36 what? thousand that's not the answer what is what kareem got over thirty-eight thousand. i don't know i was close nigga nah, i'm not, not gonna remember the numbers but that's I was my close point. enough but that's my point the numbers no. matter in baseball it no. doesn't in other sports i don't know shit about one baseball stat i knew kareem was close to 36 i know 
for football, I think it's probably like, what is it? Probably like 70 something thousand yards, maybe. Kareem, That's the record. 38,387 oh, points. Yeah. No one gives a fuck about that. LeBron's going to get it soon. That's in the record cool. for passing. And I think it's dope as a football fan to see somebody who I think like AB could have like got close to Jerry Rice or maybe past T.O. or Randy Moss. I'm a football fan. You're not. So yeah, that's why care. it doesn't matter to you. But I just think, you know, his him, I mean, I just think it would be better if he was playing football than rapping. Nah, fuck football, bro. You got a classic Or doing dance. both. Nah, nah he you does got not a classic, have a classic dance. dance. Yeah, that's no, just jiggy. I'm in the record shit. for um the record for football, I said it's 75, but it's 84. But I was yeah. still kind of close. So that shit don't still, matter, bro. No, what does. do you mean that's kind of close? No. It is, nigga. Either you know it or you don't. That's my point. Numbers don't me, matter like that. It's eighty-five. It's eighty-four because Tom Brady's still playing. But I remember when it was seventy-five, broke by Drew Brees, and he kept going. So I remember the last like milestones. Just that Tom Brady's still playing, so he's up in the score. I'm like, I gotta get updated. But I remember the last milestone. So. Yeah, and his dance is legendary, but I mean, shout out to him. He just tricked off a lot of situations, in my opinion. Nah, bro, fuck football. You already a Hall of Famer, even if they don't put you in. You got your ring. Who cares, bro? You 34. Enjoy your life, bro. No more CTE moves. Just nah. stay free. No, nah, I disagree. Chabasu Convos, we back. You know, Mr. CTE, Jamal, you in the house. How you feeling, bro? Feeling good, man. Feeling good, feeling great. Yeah, I can't complain. I'm turned up. We start in a little late on the East Coast, but, you know, we get it in any time we can get active. Wasn't there supposed to be a football game? Why don't you report on that football, nigga? What football game? I don't know. I thought there was a preseason game. I won't be watching one snap of any preseason games this year. I'll just see. I'll keep myself updated on injuries if any happen for fantasy purposes. Other than that, I won't watch one snap of a preseason game. That doesn't exist to me. This is called the Hall of Fame game in Canton, Ohio. The Jaguars are playing the Raiders. It's the second (laughs) quarter, 13-0. The Raiders are up. Dang, I can't call that a shit bowl anymore because they have Devontae and Derek Carr and um, the tight end and Hunter Renfro and the white guy who used to be an alcoholic. Shout out to him, who's a defensive end. They got some players in the Raiders. Hey, shout out to the black man that used to be an alcoholic too, Darren Waller. He turned his life around. Oh, yeah, both of them. There's two of them, yeah. Yeah, good. Whoa, keeps said football is back in my NSU group chat. He's excited. Good. <laughs> shout out to all the real football fans who love yeah, Christian and all that shit. Yeah, but that you, won't dude. be me. That won't be me. Yeah, I don't know none of these. Well, I know the one guy, uh, Josh Jacobs, the half Filipino guy that had like one or two good years and then he cooked off. He he disappeared. Hold on. The Seems running back? like most yeah. He's Filipino. He's not Filipino. Yeah, he's half Filipino. Why do you think the they let him get a commercial so fast? Hold up. No way. I no. thought it was him. Or is it a no? He's blackity black black to me at least. Shit. Who was the homie that was half Filipino? I don't know. Ray Hillu. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's 100%. Hmm. Yeah, Josh Jacobs is a black guy, man. Hmm. Went to Alabama. He was supposed to be nice, but he fucked his foot up. Whoa. He's a pretty good running back, honestly. He just, you know. What does pretty good mean? Like he a can, thousand like, yards? Like a, yeah, a thousand yards, easy. And he's like a workhorse kind of guy. Like, you can put the ball in his hands all game. 
but isn't a thousand yards easier because in a 16 game season is just 80 yards a game. I mean, he averaged 4.8 yards his first season and 3.9 his second and 4. Point, and then 4 yeah, yards. 4.8 is good. 3.9 is shit. And then 4 is a little under average. It's like average. No, nah, that's five, not shit. It's pretty good. Yeah, 5 yards a carry is great. 4 is pretty good. It's all right. 3.9 yeah, is man. 4. That's 4. Yeah, 4 yards a carry good. is good, bro. That's it's all right. Good. That's it's good. All right. That's pretty good. Yeah, he's right. a decent running back. He gets yeah. just about a thousand yards. Yeah, 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 yeah he's right. pretty good. Three years in, you know what I mean? He's all right. He's a pretty good dude. He's an Alabama guy. But I'm Alabama, not, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm I'm speaking from like a non-barbershop like perspective, from like a real sport football perspective. Four yards of carry is good. Yeah, it's all right. That means two yeah. carries, you already only got two yards to go for a first down. That's good. Yeah, it's all right. You know, it's an average, but you know he ain't doing that every time. That's yeah, why I he mean, barely gets a thousand yards. And he's he's only he's never played 16 games in a season. So you know, shout out to the frail niggas out there still getting active, bro. You gotta eat. But hey man, what you been up to recently? None preparing for this wedding I'm about to do, man. This shit's about to be lit. I'm excited. You know what I mean? Also working out, you know what I'm saying? And I've been like crib shopping, window shopping, you know what I mean? Pretty excited about that. So that's all I've been up to, man. Just staying out the way, staying healthy. Yee-hee. Shout out Larry June. You know what I mean? Sipping tea and reading, drinking my green juice. You know what I mean? Keeping my Sound pH like balance. You're in the matrix. I am in the matrix, cuz. <laughs> yeah. In our area, there's like thunderstorms going on, and where Jamal lives right now, it's uh, it's kind of boony. So when it gets hectic weather, his his Wi-Fi moves like molasses a little bit. Hey man, I don't know if it's right. me, but you's kind of sounding funny too. So I don't know, man. Don't be so speak. You kind you, you was kind of yeah. getting jittery just now. You're chopped and screwed, but I'm drunk, so it's a difference. Oh, true, true. <laughs> But yeah, man, let's get into the show, because sooner or later, I got to go. <laughs> it's about to get active tonight. But go ahead, Jamal. You had an interesting topic. You're wondering what's going on with Atlanta that used to be, you know, considered the best city producing rappers. Um, but they only produce a certain type of rapper. Why don't you break it down? Yeah, um, you know, I came across a real quick clip. And it was Sai High, he was talking and it was very short, but he interested me in his few words. He was saying that in Atlanta in recent years, I'm assuming he's talking about the last decade, he said there hasn't been one breakout artist who wasn't street affiliated that came out of Atlanta. <clears throat> and I thought that was interesting. I was just thinking like, hmm, that's a, they're the hottest market, but they don't have like any j cole or kendrick lamar type of people they don't even have like a wale kind of he said k camp was the only one um technically you can kind of say bob even though i think he's a little bit before 2010s maybe 09 um you could say like earth gang and i think jid too but yeah i was just wondering why atlanta since outcast for real i wonder why they don't bring out any like Kanye's or like Lupe's like you know what I mean and then I 
it made me think Memphis is also another city like that. I don't, I can't even name one like um, non-street rapper that ever came out of Memphis. And then Miami is like that too. But when it comes to like Texas, they kind of are able to be a little bit more diverse as well as New Orleans. So I just realized that Memphis, Miami, and Atlanta, for some reason, those markets, they don't produce anybody that's not street affiliated. I was just wondering if you thought that was interesting and and why you might think that is. Nah, that's the regular. I mean, for New Orleans, outside of currency and J Electronica, everybody else is a street rapper. Uh, I mean, hip hop in the modern era has been about street music. So that's why it's not a surprise to me. Nobody, even in the past, like conscious people weren't going platinum. Common doesn't have a platinum album. Kanye does, but he's a different breed. He knows how to make jiggy music that people used to want to have fun to and live life to. Not the same anymore, but I think even now he goes platinum. It just takes longer because of streaming. But I don't think that's uh, like an Atlanta thing. I think it's just rap music and what the industry is selling and what the fans want. Fans don't want to hear, I guess, quote unquote, non-gangster rappers because like you're a Larry June fan he's not a star he was signed to a major label it didn't work out he's balling independently currency was signed to a few labels it didn't work out he's balling independently so I don't think it's a thing that has to do with Atlanta it's just mainstream rap doesn't want non-street niggas rapping I guess I mean but I mean that's not really true though because you got the quote-unquote big three of the 2010s was J. Cole, Drake, Kendrick. Kendrick has street ties, but that's not the main, uh, you know, information in his content. Drake acts like he's a mob boss. Mm. No, nah, I'm not even going to say he acts because he is a mob boss. He gets, <laughs> he gets niggas beat up, allegedly. He gets niggas touched, so he moves like a Don. Shout out Chubbs. Uh, J. Cole, he's not a street rapper, but that's like a different generation. You mentioned Wale as well, but I think when it comes to the rise of trap music and then op rap, drill music, it's just been street music. But I mean, would you say Juice World wasn't a street artist, right? But he, you know, he knows, but he, he, he sprinkled it. it. He wasn't, but he sprinkled it in and he would mention his NLM, NLMB affiliations. Yeah, I mean, so. And then you that's, also got Big Sean. He's not a street rapper. He came out. Of, he's from Detroit. They was able but, to get one. But that's a different generation, though. That's what I'm saying. Jay, I count him as 2010s. Yeah, but we heard about. I know about Big Sean in high school. You know about Big Sean in high school. I know about J Cole in high school. You knew about J Cole in high school. What about Travis Scott? Once again, I know about like, Drake. I know about Drake and Wale in high school, as did you, Ta- Travis Wale. Scott. Yeah, Travis Scott is different, but he's like the Tumblr era. Him and ASAP Rocky, Ferg, that was the Tumblr era. That was oh, like, yeah, there like, we go. More people who aren't technically street, who yeah, aren't from Atlanta. But that's the thing, though. Look at their careers compared. Out, out of all of them, Travis, you would say, is the Don out of the nine, because all the other he niggas, is. we know about them in high school. Travis, since then, like ASAP Rocky and Ferg, they don't work as, as hard in music, so... But I think Travis I found out about superstar. I think I found about Rocky. I think college. Yeah, it is college. That was all college, 2011 to 2013. And then Chance. Chance is yeah. another one. 
Yeah, but that's my thing. Look how how long did Chance last? He was a joke fast. XXX Tentacion. He got killed. Yeah, but I'm just, oh, I guess that is kind of South Florida. <laughs> you got touched saying, by street shit. I'm saying that's South Florida's uh, output of non-street rap, uh, to correct myself. So really, yeah. it's kind of, in the, in the 2010s, it's a lot of other places except for Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta's a real gangster land. <laughs> they tried Rory, he didn't work. What, you mm. want black? Black counts? He's a rap singer, nigga. I call, I call him as a singer. Yeah, but he raps too. I mean, hey, he does. He, be, he, does. he ain't being spillage village. So that's my thing. It's like if you want to pick and choose who counts, who doesn't, that's cool. But it's hey, they the land of trap music. You see what's going on. They Rico land. <laughs> it's a gangster place. They got Summer Walker. Mm-hmm. They have they still produce nine rappers. They still do all this stuff. So I'm not gonna pick and choose like, oh, it's not whose fault is it that JID and Earth Gang aren't stars. They have artists that are trying. They sign the major labels. Just niggas don't want to hear that shit. So nope. it's not like they don't have any niggas. It's just niggas ain't doing numbers. Side of Prince has been around for a long time. No Church on Sundays is a great album. It's just it didn't pop. Niggas don't want to hear that shit. So it's not like they don't have anyone. It's just those niggas don't become stars anymore. And would you say that the West Coast um, probably had the most successful bunch of non-street rappers in Tyler and Kendrick? Yeah, in the last 10 years, for sure. Yeah, that's not even close. Mm -hmm. Because that's the thing, like, who's the non-street person of, um, trying to think, like Brooklyn recently or New York? Who's the last non-street rapper from New York? Because we mentioned uh, Rocky and Ferg, but that's 10 years ago, 10 plus years ago. So since then, who would you say it is? Can't say a boogie. Yeah. Uh, Lil Tecca. And he's, I guess, he didn't really, yeah. He didn't really break. Like, he's big, but I, I still wouldn't say he's as big as a boogie. Yeah, and he didn't last. You know, he's, he's a young man. He didn't work as hard. Yeah. Like, what's the last... I know you saw a little Tekka concert, but, like, have you been following his career since? Like, what's nah, the he has a few. he has a few songs that pop out every now and then in the SoundCloud world, but, no, nah, I don't follow Lil Tekka like that. Speaking of SoundCloud, they fired 20% of their, uh, you know, their mm. employees recently, Uh-oh. so it looks like they about to die again. Danger! Actually, I can't say that anymore. Yeah, you can. He's a nasty fucker, and <laughs> yeah, he's got to get out of our top twenty-five rappers. Yeah, so <laughs> I thought and, about that, and I gotta apologize to Young Thug and Travis Scott for forgetting y'all. Y'all in my top twenty-five. Yeah, I was hating on Young Thug being in the top twenty-five, but um, slime season shit. Um, what's hold on? Okay, so what's the one with the eyes poked out? I don't know. Oh, well, his mixtape shit is classic. Barter Six, crazy. Jeffrey, crazy. Beautiful Thugger Girls, crazy. So much fun's good. Um, yeah, he he did his thing. But, um, I mean, as long 10, as... 17 Thug, Focus Tape, the tour with Rich Homie Quan, classic. As long as Ludacris is in there, then that's I'm good. Can't take people like Ludacris out. Yeah, for now. You're going to have to take nope. out Lil Baby and NBA Youngboy. And Nobody's that. untouchable. Now Luda's in there. Yeah, but nobody's untouchable. That's the beauty. 
That's the beauty of these things. You want the next generations to get better and better to challenge the past. That's true. But speaking of someone trying to use the past to see what they can do in the future, you talk about your big homie, Julio Jones, you know? His career has been kind of shaky recently, fell victim to injuries. Now he's in the Tom Brady rehab program down playing with the Buccaneers, him and Kyle Rudolph. Are you excited? Do you think Tom Brady can wake up Quintoris Lopez Jones? Uh, what? What did you just say? Who? Quintoris Lopez Jones. That's his Better? name? Yeah, nigga. His name's not Julio? No. It's from Foley, Alabama. What did you think? Why is his other name still Spanish? Because he's from Foley, Alabama. What do you think? Uh, well, anyways, I think he's just basically going to be like a faster Gronk. They're going to make him be like a Anquan Bolden, tight end, big ass nigga that gets real tough catches that Tom Brady can throw real quick and real perfect and precise. And you're going to see Julio's hands, but he ain't going to be like taking the top off the field and doing crazy shit. But I could see him making like some pivotal catches in like the playoffs and they say, this is why he's a Hall of Famer. Look at this. Like, only somebody that with his, like, gusto can make that kind of catch. But I'm not really excited, honestly. Kyle Rudolph, you know what I mean? He was good. He was dope fantasy player. But I don't, I'm not really excited about old niggas at all. Why old not? I thought, I thought you respected the OGs. You, you wanted Antonio Brown to still play at 34. Julio's younger. And the Kyle Rudolph is as well. So how come you're not excited about those old niggas? Well, Julio just got to show me. I just I can't. I mean, like I said, you like you told me, you missed them Steelers years, bro. Yeah, I, I heard years. touchdown Brown. Kind of understand what I'm talking about? Yeah, I heard he touchdown was Brown. He was stupid, lot. bro. He was crazy, but um, yeah, I mean, Julio is just and because he. Didn't do shit at Tennessee, but he had Tannehill as his quarterback. Um, I don't know. We'll just have to see. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I'm I'm like ignoring everything football until it starts. Until I do my fantasy draft, until it starts. Like, I'm excited that it's August. And I'm excited that I haven't been itching for football. We only got like three, four more weeks. I'm not getting teased by no sports. Sports media has been getting on my nerves lately. So uh, they just uh, like same thing with Katie. Kyrie, I don't want to hear nothing. Shit. Do people still talk about that? Nah, nah, they haven't. They've shut up. It seems I don't know. I haven't even checked for, for sports media. And because Stephen A's been gone, he's not coming back to the 15. And I don't so, even watch them like that, but I still want Stephen A to come back. So why is sports media bothering you if you don't even pay attention to sports media? I see the headlines and it just be real stupid shit. Like we're in a new decade. They need to like uh, change shit up, just like how it kind of switched up when first take got hot, like in 2009, 2010. That was kind of like hot take shows have always been around, but first take kind of was like a new thing and that made sports exciting in like 2009. Yeah, that's kind of cold pizza. Else. First take, take is the first kind of hot take show. True, true. PTI true. is in a hot take show. Around the Horn is in a hot take show. There used to be shows right. like sports reporters where people actually talked about the art of journalism, not just niggas yelling about who's better <laughs> between 
Larry Bird and Kevin Durant. Between Michael Jordan and the Cowboys. Yeah, like, that's why I don't pay attention to no sports media, for real. I don't really watch none of the mainstream stuff anyways. I still watch my TFO football. She knows Arsenal thinking basketball. I pay attention to the YouTube creators that actually talk about the game and not the journalist right. niggas trying to create narratives and whack-ass storylines. And just grab your attention f- and shit. Yeah, that shit was cool in college, watching niggas yell, but I, yeah, I'm an adult. I don't have time for that. I like the Pivot Podcast a lot. That's I cool. I, I watch it once in a while. Shout out to your fire, uh, your smoke detector alarm going off in the back. Sounds like a young nudie mixtape. Sound like Sounds a like one. Yeah, you, you know it. Red Ops, to, right? Yeah, when he used to work with Sonny, you know, before he changed up, allegedly. Shout mm. out to Sonny, by the way. He signed a uh, generation now. DJ Drama oh, and Cannon's okay. lady. Good luck. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, he's, he's in good company. Yeah. Hopefully he can take advantage of it. Oh, yeah, Louisville. Uh, Jack Harlow, he's not street. Is Uzi street? No. Even though he well, says street stuff once in a while. See, Philly, oh, yeah, Atlanta, Atlanta, little Yachty. End of story. Thank you. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So he's a breakout. He's a breakout guy, right? Yeah, he's a star. Yeah. Sorry. All right. Breakout. Atlanta has one. Yep. Atlanta has one. That's good. That's good. I mean, Earth Gang kind of they didn't break out, but they're pretty they're good. not stars. They're not stars. They Lil Yachty's so a star today. Yeah. Or yeah, he was a star. He was. Was Earth it really? Gang's never a star. Yeah. He had Oprah's plaques. What did, Oprah's, what did Oprah's bank account do? It went gold or something, but that's when he was cooked. I'm talking about when he came out Minnesota one night, all that stuff, getting Sprite commercials, all that. He was a star. They let him do high, high, too. Yeah, mm, he was yep, a star. Yep, yep. He had a signature hairstyle with his Venus and Serena Williams beads. Hey, yeah, he was He's a technically star. street affiliated because he was signed to QC. Yeah, that's all right. There's a lot of people that are street affiliated. Like Juice World. Yeah, and JID. He talks about street stuff in his music. Larry June, Currency does a little bit, not as much as the others. So, hey, it's a part of life. It's a part of being a black man in America. You're going to see street stuff. Well, I guess that just leaves it to Memphis then. They're never going to have anyone like that. <laughs> <laughs> Why they not? never have, never will. Well, they had that one dude, I'm so crispy. I'm so crispy. Yeah, kids shine. See, don't hate. <laughs> he counts. He's still like around a little bit. I'll be seeing him every now and then. Does he still have the same haircut? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Oh, sorry. Are you excited about Julio and Kyle Rudolph? <laughs> no, nah, I don't give a damn. I was just giving it to you, bro. I thought that's what you were into. I'm excited about St. Brown, the receiver on the Lions, because he was doing numbers as a rookie. See, there's a receiver that I like that wasn't a Hall of Famer. Um, that I'm not saying he won't be a Hall of Famer, but you said I only like Hall of Fame receivers, and that's not true. All right, that's what's up. That's one of your fantasy sleepers. That's good. I mean, he's uh, everybody's fantasy sleeper. He's known. He's on the map. All right, let's give you one more football question before we move on to music how do you feel about the media bullying the cardinals into taking out um the study clause from kyla murray's contract 
do you think it's a good move or is it a punk move and the media is too soft on black quarterbacks or do you think they're too hard on black quarterbacks like Patrick Mahomes said? <sighs> That's another thing that doesn't get my attention either these days when they try to bring do the whole race shit. I look the other direction. I'm just tired of all that shit. Um, hmm. Are the meat is the meat? What do I think about it? I, I don't know. They some, maybe they shouldn't have put it in there. I mean, he is the greatest. I mean, of course it doesn't matter now, but he is the greatest high school Texas quarterback ever. I mean, of course that doesn't matter in the pros, but that's no, sir. It does not. That's a pretty respective, uh, thing to me. And, I just believe that you can't, <laughs> I believe you can't make it to where he made it um, and not be somebody who studies a game. I believe you can't be. Yes, you can. Michael I Vick believe, said he didn't study. Yeah, but Michael Vick was a freak of nature. Nobody threw like him. And Kyler, Murray, Kyler Murray's a freak of nature too, right? He, For him he can't to be run that, like, yeah, he but can't run like saying, Michael Vick. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. He's and he smaller, can't even throw like him, even though he got a chop. But that's my point though. You know why? Because he's smaller. He's like 5'10". So that's what I'm saying. For him to be as the first overall pick to be that little as a quarterback, he is an athletic freak. He was also a top 10 pick in baseball. He's one of the most rare athletes we've ever seen. I don't think there's another nigga that was the number one overall pick in one sport and top 10 in another sport. So he is an athletic freak. And the Cardinals put that shit in his contract for a reason because they don't think he's studying. No one would do that if they thought their quarterback was really about business obviously well, they don't think he is well, so that's why they put it in and they say he's an active video game nigga you know <laughs> i love video games but he's the nigga that would rather play call of duty or stream with his friends than study the playbook because all they did was ask for four hours a week that's baby booster four hours yeah, a yeah week? that's not shit that ain't that's shit. what i'm saying so that lets you know that they really don't think he's doing anything well, they need to recognize that they're the Cardinals and their teams historically suck ass. So, and it's a team sport. So it's not like your team is that fucking good in the first place. Like, it's not like y'all have a crazy fucking defense. Y'all have D-Hop. Y'all have a few receivers. Who's your fucking running back? James Conner, is he still there? If he's still there, he's a very solid running back. I respect him. But you guys are the fucking Cardinals. So chill out and be happy that you have a quarterback like Kyler Murray because it can get ugly real quick for a long time for you fucking Arizona Cardinals. So I don't know who they think they are. They don't have a fucking Super Bowl win. They don't have no fucking like dynasties or nothing like that. They it can get real ugly for them real quick. And I just think that you know, yeah, he didn't win the playoff game, but nigga, a lot of people don't win playoff games in their first three years. So it's like it's it's a team sport. But like you said, obviously he ain't doing something for them to say that and. I almost thought maybe it was like the black quarterback thing, but you know, you can always easily say, Hey, they shit on Jared Goff. They shit on this white guy, but who knows? I, it was funny when uh, Kyler Murray was talking to my man, it's a joke. If you don't think I work hard, I, I, I was like, man, he, I saw the cap in his eyes. And like, I think I've said it last week. It reminded me of when the owner of the Timberwolves asked, uh, Andrew, Andrew Wiggins, yeah, well, you work harder if I give you this bread. You know, these niggas, hey, some niggas don't want it. It's okay. But I don't know, man. In the sport, we see that teams are ready to invest in quarterbacks on another level and wide receivers. Quarterback is the most important position in sports. So more is acts of them. The sport has changed vastly in the last 10 years. 
Peyton Manning is the worst quarterback we're ever going to see win a Super Bowl. We're never going to see that rubbish again. Even if you have a God-level defense, you got to do more. He happened to have a God-level defense. I didn't watch that Super Bowl. I didn't know anything about the NFL that much that year. I'm sure you watched it, and you you were telling me at the time that how great that Broncos defense was with Von Miller, Aqib Tlaib, Chris Harris, all those guys. So that year, Peyton Manning threw for nine touchdowns, 17 picks. He was literally terrible. He was about to lead the league in picks until they benched him for Brock Osweiler. So Kyler Murray is a special quarterback. He has a lot of potential. But like you said, it's not just him. Cliff Kingsbury, since he was in college, it's still a question mark how he got the job when he was mediocre at best at Texas Tech. But it's shown that the first half, his teams do very well. And in the second half, when teams make adjustments, his teams flop. And it happens, especially with the Cardinals. Kyler Murray, he was playing uh, spin a Rooney, just like Pey- uh, Patrick Mahomes was in the AFC Championship game when that nigga just kept doing spin moves and didn't want to do nothing. <laughs> Is there unfair treatment on black quarterbacks? Um, maybe, because I guess if you're saying, hey, Kyler Murray win a playoff game, you should say the same thing to Justin Herbert, but people just want to put Justin Herbert top five quarterback for just being good in the regular season. So maybe that's unfair. And um, I guess people bumping up Joe Burrow so high after one Super Bowl appearance or Stafford, but hey, that's the game. I feel like football and football, yeah, quarterbacks. That's the only time when people say, oh, the rings matter because a lot of people feel that winning and losing is a quarterback stat. You'll see that they'll have their wins and losses next to a lot of QBs like they're a pitcher. But, you know, in, in, ba- in baseball, niggas don't really care as much. Basketball, yeah, if you're the best player, we care about your legacy. We want to see you win. So Kyler Murray... Like, the only way he can truly fulfill this contract is to take the Cardinals to a Super Bowl or to win an MVP. But like you said, because they're the Cardinals and getting a quarterback is hard, you just got to pay the man and look straight. So, hey, hopefully it works out for them. But, hey, his man, Hollywood Brown, got arrested. So, I mean, I'm hey. sure he, yeah, I'm sure he'll be all right. He'll still and- be ready for week one. And taking him to the Super Bowl, to me, if he has like a great rushing career as a quarterback, is very highly likely because um, out of the top 10 most rushing yards by quarterbacks, only Michael Vick, um, Randall Cunningham, Lamar Jackson, and Lamar Jackson haven't been to a Super Bowl because Cam Cam Newton lost, Russell won, Steve Young won, Frank Tarkenton lost three, I think. Steve McNair lost, Donovan lost, and John Elway won. Yeah, John Elway won two and lost three. Russell won one and lost one. So Russian quarterbacks have a losing record in the Super Bowl. Yeah, but they it's, get there. Yeah. I'm yeah. just saying that's, that's success. That's success. They get yeah, there. Yeah, that's pretty Steve cool. Young, Steve Young, Steve McNair, like they out of the top ten. All those niggas played on very nice teams except for the Panthers. The Panthers. But, I mean, even on the Panthers, Luke. Keekley's going to the Hall of Fame, so but yeah, that offense wasn't nothing really to phone home for. Yeah, they they only had G Reg for real. 
Yeah, but I think that year, like, Ted Ginn Jr. had, like, 10 touchdowns. He was playing well. Yeah, he was being, like, a first-round pick like he should have been. <laughs> Shout out to Anthony. He was asking me about Ted Ginn earlier today. He was like, yeah, whatever happened to that homie? And, oh, yeah, Champagne Soccer episode out. You know, check that out. But before – um. I think yeah, let's let's move on to music because this is mostly a music pop culture podcast, but hey, we can talk about whatever we want. NBA Youngboy has put out his track list to the last Slimito. There's rumor that he's about to get a $60 million contract. How do you feel about it? I know you're a big NBA Youngboy fan. What do you feel about this point of his career? And how do you feel about him getting that re-up after? He was teasing going uh, to be an independent artist again. It just shows how high his demand is and how every time he drops, people gravitate to it in a crazy way. I think it's good for him. He's young to be getting this $60 million deal. Hopefully he can keep this up so to where he gets like 35, 36. I mean, maybe even before that, but I just feel like if he can keep up this uh, trajectory, um, he can get a hundred million dollar deal one of these days, but it's just crazy for him to not necessarily be like a radio guy. He doesn't do interviews, none of that stuff. And he's has this much demand and he's able to get deals like this. It's, it's a rare feat that I haven't seen before in rap ever. It's not like he's a 50 cent guy. It's not like he's, you know what I mean, on magazine covers, even though they don't have those anymore. It's not like he's in commercials and he's able to do this kind of stuff. I haven't seen anybody do this. And you might be on mute again. Hmm. Oh, yeah, I was. I mean, NBA Youngboy's a star, but the label doesn't press a button. If they press a button, he's going to get all of those magazine covers and placement i mean he already gets the streaming placements but yeah does he deserve it sure i wonder though what does it mean for him to sign i I would like to know how many albums is he gonna give him i want to know what constitutes a mixtape album because he puts out a lot of music and there's a lot of times where that nigga could have probably been out of his project as a contract like five years ago All right, maybe five years ago is a stretch, but he could have been out of his contract a couple of years ago based on how much music he puts out. But speaking of this announcement, they said uh, before he agreed to the 60 million, he refused to resign for 25 million. So he knows his worth. Salute to him. Salute to Mike Kaiser. I think that's his name, the homie that resigned him, or maybe it's another brother. Atlantic Records, they know, hey, he's a superstar if they press the button because he goes viral. Like he has the most rabid fan base on social media. And he's preparing to drop a new album coming soon called The New Slimito. He put out the track list and the album cover. Um, the album cover is him. It looks like he's in like in the living room recording. Focus, you know, because he's on house arrest. And would you like me to go through this track list? <laughs> I could go through oh, it. You, 
I mean, you don't have to. I mean, they're just names and then just Rod Wave and a girl and another rapper, right? <laughs> yeah, Rod Wave, a girl and another. Track yeah. one, I know. Track two, hold your own. Track three, mm-hmm. You know, track three is supposed to be the smash hit. Let's see if that's the one. Top, track four, top sound. Track five, my turn, my time. Track six, freedom five. So that's his gang banging song. Track seven, my go featuring Kalani, the young lady you announced. Yeah, Kalani. Track eight, lost soul survivor. Oh, okay. Uh oh. Pain song. Track nine, fuck the industry. Then track ten, kamikaze. So after he says fuck the industry, he's suicidal. I like that. Well, not suicidal, but, you know, just... Yeah, that's what a kamikaze is. You know that. Be careful with that word. It's a very sensitive word. It's triggering. Yeah, all right. Track uh, 11, swerving. Track 12, stay the same. Track 13, my favorite number. Home and home featuring Rod Wave. All right. Uh Uh-oh. They about to be sad. Yeah, I almost wanted to hit a NFL... I said NFL, YFN, Lucci. Oh, I'm so sad and I'm in pain. Whoa, you can't sound like Little Richard. That's my Rod Wave impersonation. (laughs) That sounds like Little Richard, bro. Track 14, Seven Days. Track 15, Digital. Track 16, uh uh-oh. We were talking about this before. Rappers talking about cars, Vet Doors. Vet Motors, sorry, Vet Motors. Hey. Track 17, Slow Down. Track 18, don't rate me. Oh, that's UK lingo. You don't rate me, fam? I don't rate him, fam. Oh, I don't rate him, bruv. No, yeah, bro. all right. All right. 19 proof. Four, four, uh, I said uh, 24. Maybe, yeah, you know, I'm leaning. I'm leaning. Track 21, the North Bleeding. 22, Loner Life. 23, Acclaimed Emotions. 24, Wagwan. See right. another, another. Please let Please let this track number stop. You said 24 already. <laughs> track 25, Ghost. 26, Nightfall. 27, God. Holy. 28, I Get the Bag. 29, Mr. Grim Reaper. And track 30, I Hate Young Boy. God damn. 30 songs? Yeah, you know this is going to be a deluxe. Nasty. I hope there's... Hold on. So you're saying the deluxe is coming out first? Nah, I think, I think it's good. It, you know how labels work. They might be a, a five or ten track deluxe. Deluxe. Episodes. I hope not. Damn. <laughs> Somebody call LeBron. Tell him to stop. Stop this. Oh man. You know he created it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he created it, but he never dropped it. Oh, they never I, dropped the deluxe at LeBron. Nah, they did it because everyone laughed at it, and no one cared about the album. Nobody cared about the guy writing on the whiteboard. What LeBron was saying. Nah, what was the name of that album, anyways? That he I, executive produced? You know, you can't ask me that. I'm not a fan of that guy, even though me I neither. That's yes, why you were. You were. Ah, yes, you I were. Wasn't. You were a two chains fan. I wasn't. I bought yes, his first were. album because I was surprised it was good. Then you I like wasn't. his mixtapes. True. No, shit. I did. No, I didn't. You can ask Keeb and all the oh homies at NSC. All right, I, whatever. I'm. I swear, you can ask Keeb and all the homies no. at NSC. I wasn't a. Two chains, yes, you man. are. And you like, like the cow- didn't you have one set with cowboy in the name? Uh, coding, coding cowboy. It was. Let me see. It looked. Yeah, it was a compilation. I I like that one, but that was after I liked the album. Then I was like, all right, what else does he have? You like two chains? You even defend his um, the joint with future the remix. What remix? 
with two chains on it that I get mad about all the time, even though I kind of like his verse a little bit. He has a remix with two with future. Yeah, I'm trying to think what song is it? Fuck. Where he says, um playing with her G spot, you playing with her P hole. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, I like yeah, yeah. You like you always defend two chains on it. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not that bad, but still, he didn't need to be (laughs) on it. I like future on it by himself. I mean, hey, they wanted to make it bigger. He was the other hot rapper from Atlanta. You were a two chains fan, bro. I don't have time for this. I can't call fucking malarkey. I like one album from this is malarkey. You always defend him all the time against me. Yeah, because it's fun to defend someone against you. It's not fun to always agree. That's the point of debates. <laughs> what the hell? Show You're me. A fan. I can't call myself. See, I have a different stand. I could buy your album because I like your album. That don't mean I'm a fan. I just like supporting art because I feel like I'm an artist. I got a business. I would like people to support me too. So I support others. Revision is out what you want. Hey, it's the truth. Revision is history. But we hey, can, man. But it's it is the truth, bro. You don't got to be embarrassed to be a two chains fan. Yeah, exactly. I know that doesn't look good I don't now. Have, no, I don't have to lie. I don't have to lie about being a two chains as a Hall of Fame rapper. I wouldn't be embarrassed if I was a two chains fan, but I wasn't. I liked his first album. Shout out my brother Duke. He liked his second album, but after that, eh. and he has fans. Period. Like niggas. Yeah, he him. does. He's one of the southern rappers that New York niggas love. So it kind of made him look like, eh, is he really that good? Because you know when New York niggas like you too much. That means something might be wrong, cause you know they don't really know what's good or not. Sometimes they like especially in this current area, exactly. And you know, you know. Uh oh. You haven't listened Uh-oh. to his new single. That's all I'll say. Hey, but he, him and Four Two Doug went off on like me with Future. Yeah, but you didn't listen to his new song. I actually heard it once, and I realized uh, I was like, <laughs> yeah, not, I was like, I'm not listening to this, and I was like, Oh, yep. this is that song. Yep, not for me. Yep, yeah, see, that's what I'm like, I hate when New York niggas like something, it kind of ain't that good sometimes. Yeah, because they started liking the Migos finally, you know. Mm-hmm. And then they saw what happened. So that's why like I'm like... Future, though, still. Uh, I, don't, I, future. I don't believe her. I she think said she's he just be saying shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't people, believe it. People think he just be like singing and mumbling, she's like, nah, he be saying shit. I don't believe her. That's what, nah, for her to say all that, I believe her. I don't believe it. Shout out Remy Ma. DJ her Premier son. set you up on her on his EP because that beat is nasty. He has a song with uh, Remy Ma and Rap City on it, and that beat is trash. Yeah, it's a nasty beat, man. Is it worse than Justify My Thug? <laughs> nah, Justify My Well, Justify My Thug. I know the original beat, so that's why it's not as nasty. But yeah, this DJ Premier shit is nasty. He has an EP though on Massive Peel. It's pretty good. There's a song with Slick Rick and Lil Wayne on it. That's dope. I like the Nas song. Uh, Joey Badass has a song. It's pretty cool. And the Run the Jewel song is dope. So yeah, check it out if you're a hip hop, hip hop nigga, you know. And speaking of ugly Jay Z songs, Jarvie made me respect. Um, this goes out to my Brooklyn. Hmm? We don't love these hoes. I actually like that uh, song. What song is that? The one with him and Sauce Money. Face off. I don't. I, yeah, I think we don't love these goals <laughs> because Jarvis that be playing the, that the original. Beat is funny, yeah. That he plays funny. the original sample, and yeah. I was like, "Oh, this is Jay Z joint." And then yeah. now, when I listen to the Jay Z joint, I like it because the original. 
Yeah, song's still pookie. Oh, that song is pookie? Yeah, yeah. What about Sunshine? Sunshine's not pookie, is it? Nah, it's not a pookie song. It's just a pookie video. Oh, true. That baby face didn't even show up to. Yeah, because he knew it was pookie. He knows better. He's a gentleman. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> hey, that sample is hard. It's just, hey, Jet Lime Great Suit. <laughs> he was just looking geek. Take that, and his take mannerisms. That. Take that, take that. Yeah. If Biggie had that beat, he would have done numbers. You know. Oh, yeah, I saw an example of why they say Biggie raps like an instrument. There was a, uh, forgot this dude's name. I wish I can give him his credit, but he's kind of like a bluesy kind of singer. He was singing uh, Warning. <laughs> and nah, bro, it was crazy. It showed how good of a writer that Biggie Ooh. is that he could have it made me realize how rappers can write R&B songs. <laughs> Who the fuck is this? Calling me a six one woman moaning, crack a donin. But isn't rap isn't rappers writing R&B songs while the genre isn't hot anymore? Well, this is a rapper that's not a melodic rapper technically. But I mean, for the for ninety standards, he kind of was melodic. I knew it was like get into it. No, I'm Nobody just saying, cares about the player hater song, man. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about just for 90 standards, how dynamic Biggie's flow was. He was kind of melodic, like Snoop Dogg and Juvenile and Mace. They kind of had a melodic style to them. You can know the best as bad as the one. He was a melodic Yeah, yeah he's a melodic too. artist. Get money, you better move over. But yeah, the way to do was singing it, dog. It was like Anthony Hamilton could have killed one Ugh, if it was his it. song. I'm telling you, son. I'm happy. I'm happy that never happened. Dog, it was it was amazing. It made the song a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, whatever. For real. It was like I was like, yo, Biggie, that's crazy that he could have wrote. Like a fucking song that somebody could sing and like it was a story and like because you know blues niggas be having stories and shit like that like you know i mean they be having stories and shit in their songs and it was just crazy to hear somebody sing it it was amazing and i was like this is why they call him an instrument that's what's up hey man so a lot of music dropped recently we didn't review any of it did you hear any of it I didn't get to the Uzi shit. I didn't get to Rico Nasty. I didn't get to Flo Millie. I didn't even get to Beyonce. All you heard was I Swear Vezo? Nope. Oh, so you didn't listen to nothing. With who? With Kodak? He has a project. Rich Off Pints 3 is out. Yeah, I didn't hear that. I didn't hear that part, <laughs> Pinky. Dang. Well, wow. I only look for music that people like have fun and dance people to. that you you can stuff you can play at parties right yeah but i'm gonna check out vezo and i'm gonna try to check out Uzi. <laughs> didn't sound excited i thought you were ice wear vezo fan i am but it don't sound like you're a fan sound like I, no i'm definitely tired of it. i mean like you said he gives you the same thing a lot i just remember that run he had like with the sit down and I forgot what this other song was called but i kind of want him to go back to those beats a little bit he's been getting a little trappy lately I mean, he signed the QC now, so he's trying to make numbers, he's trying yeah. to become a mainstream artist. So he's got to do whatever he has to to get to that disco level, man, that he can get on those uh, playlist placements where he can, you know, I guess, hang out with popular rappers. Not like he wasn't doing that already. He has songs with Future, Lil Durk, 
And his but chains I, look crazy, like more than popular rappers. Yeah, but hey, he wants to I get still, in the game. Nothing wrong with that. He reminds me of Benny the Butcher. People that are balling independently, but they want to get bigger. So they're trying to play the game. So let's see if it works out. And QC, they're not in the strongest place right now. Like Lil Yachty, he might be done. Uh, City Girls, eh. Uh, the other youngin they got, eh. um, Gloss they up Gloss broke up. Memphis. Yeah, Gloss Up, she's exciting. Let's see if she can become a mainstream artist. Um, who else? Migos broke up for now. So Quavo and Takeoff, the uncle and nephew are a group. Eh. Offset I'll tell Solo. You, eh. I'll tell you who I am a fan of. I'm definitely 100%. NBA Youngboy. I'm definitely a 100% Glorilla fan. Yeah, but we're talking about QC right now. Yeah, but you mentioned her her friend, Gloss Up, so that's what made me Yeah, salute to her. Glorilla, I don't know why I didn't, I I keep saying NBA Youngboy, that's how you know I'm mixed. I don't know why Yo Gotti only put Glorilla on one song on their compilation. I thought he would try to milk her because she's the hottest artist on his label right now. She nah, he used seems to like have. Smart, he seems like a smart exec. Nope, you know what I mean. He, yeah, don't rush it. Don't, don't rush it. it. Don't rush it. Right. Don't shoot the load too quick. You might have to though, because yeah. people are fickle. Because a lot of times she's a young lady that her song is bigger than her as an artist. So that's the delicate balance because she is not in the situation where she can now double back and try to build a fan base you in the game now so you gotta make it she's building she's definitely building a fan base day by day every single day she's always trending every day like people are like going back and just seeing her as a whole artist and she's definitely a breath of fresh air and i'm really really excited for her career even if she doesn't stay at like top 10 billboard hits whatever niggas need i think she's about to do i think she's going to be around for a little while and I'm excited for her. And she said, Yeah, I mean, yo, yo, Gotti, he lets niggas stay. Like, what's that, homie? Black boy JB star on his label. So you can sit down and be no, around, but I don't see it sitting down. I, I think she's she's basically for the for the woman rapper uh league, she's about to like fuck shit up. It's about to and you know, what I mean, in in this, I feel like a lot of the BBL girls are a little scared. Scared of who? Glorilla. You think so? I 100% think so. Why is people, that? People can relate to her. They love her and she be spitting hard. Like when she said, what she say? Cuban around my neck. Uh, what she said, linking up like how my, she said some shit like they it's looking at my ops be linking up. Like she be saying tight shit. Like she's not just, she's dope, bro. I fuck with her as a rapper. She kind of has like a flow that she uses often. So Hopefully she can kind of not get stuck in a certain kind of flow, but she be saying some tight shit that women are excited about. I'm seeing them on Twitter. Girls that I know, like they're excited about her. She's like a breath of fresh air for them. She makes them feel like they're tight. And niggas rap her shit. There's videos of dudes rapping her lyrics and shit. She's a dope artist, bro. I I fuck with her heavy. I've, I've been through her catalog and she got a lot of tight shit. And I just think that she's about to be a heavy hitter for the women rappers. I truly that's believe some, in it. That's a nice base. Uh, well, we'll see. Hey, she's got a cool sound. 
I hope she lasts. It's not like I want her to fail, but you know how it is. It's hard to be a, a successful artist in the mainstream, especially and, harder when you're a woman. So and like she we'll said, see. she from like she said, she from Tennessee. They know how to hustle. They got that Bay Area hustle, that Houston hustle. So she might not be on Cardi B level forever, but she's I think she's gonna be able to be around. I mean, yeah, how many rappers on Cardi B level is just Cardi B <laughs> for the ladies. Like even Meg, excuse me, maybe Nikki used to be the Nikki. Huh? Like she had two songs with Lil Baby. I never heard them. Did you like them? Do we have a problem? Uh, girls like that song. Okay. But yeah. What about was, the other one? It wasn't as nah. good. I mean, neither didn't really. For her to have Lil Baby on it. Mm-mm. All right, and what about the Rick James sample she's been teasing for the longest? Do you think that's going to do numbers? Nope. <laughs> do you like she pressure? Ain't, she ain't spitting hard like Glorilla, bro. Glorilla <laughs> be she, saying tight shit. Like, she be kind of piercing me with some of the shit she be whoa, saying. Whoa, she, she hits you with uppercuts? Yeah, like, she be saying <laughs> some shit. Like, I be like, damn, damn, that was a gut punch. Like, she know how to shit on niggas good like you know what i mean she knows how to yeah she's good at it bro like she got that memphis shit in her she's good at it like and she be saying like some stand-up shit that's kind of empowering to well i'm not a woman but i would believe that it's empowering for women to hear it you know what i mean like she mentioned her body parts every now and then but she says a lot of <laughs> she says a lot of ball shit for a girl and i fuck with it it's tight like she just be saying like one time she said some like and it's still lady likes like she'll talk about like she might get her feelings hurt today, but tomorrow she ain't gonna give a fuck or some shit like that. But how she said it was just like tight. Like, it was just like, I like this chick, man. She be saying some dope shit. And you can just tell she's a normal girl. And I just think that, and I'm not speaking for women like as a man, but I just, for me as a man, it's a breath of fresh air to see a woman be kind of normal and talk shit not and not have to be like the super ultimate baddest in the room type shit and talking shit, you know what I'm saying? I just think this is a great opportunity for that kind of stuff. And and Glorilla is a pretty girl. I'm not, you know, I, mean, I ain't saying she's not bad, but she ain't got like no BBL and she's not like no Barbie doll ass rapper. You know what I'm saying? So it's exciting for me. And she's from Memphis. So I'm excited. All right. So speaking of a woman that does empower them and plays up her imagery, did you listen to Beyonce's album? No, because it's going to get me anyways. So, and I'm, I actually have to get a few songs. Well, I'm not going to play a lot of them, but just, you know, I mean, I'm just going to have a few in the tuck for this wedding that I'm doing. But no, I, I didn't listen to Beyonce's album and probably won't listen to Beyonce's album. <laughs> like, right, actually great. listen to it. No, nah, but I'm just, I'm going to grab a few. Right, great. We're music shout out to I, the Queen. Shout out to the Queen, though. Uh, that's great, man. We're a music podcast that doesn't listen to music. Yeah, right. I listen to music. I just don't listen to mainstream music. So let us know what you have been listening to recently. <laughs> Today I've been listening to a lot of future. Um, two peas in a pod. Um, hmm. I'm waiting on all black to come out with some anything shit. new. I don't listen to none of this new bullshit. All right. Glorilla. I've been listening to a lot of Glorilla. Right. What about you? What you been listening to? Freddie Gibbs? Nah, that guy's cooked. Uh, I mean, who? I'm, I've I'm been a, I'm bumping a... a lot of Yeet. I've been listening to the Uzi EP. Been listening to 
Petty One. He put out a new single today. That Jones Hard with Abracadabra and another homie. That shit's hard. Um, what else? I've been fooling with. Oh yeah, AB put that shit on. That's my jam. <laughs> uh, what else? Oh yeah, that's about it. Future, of course, he stays in rotation. Wizkid stays in rotation. Uh, yeah, same old. The Drake album still in rotation. You don't bump burner. Not really. True. Yeah, but last last is still a banger. But yeah, his his album's all right. But it ain't. It oh yeah, yeah, last last is a is a comp in competition for song of the summer too. Yeah, song of the summer for the Africans. I've been saying that. And just the, in podcast. general. And oh yeah, man. General. You guys like it too? Yeah, the blacks like it too. Oh, that's what's up. They sing it at the top of their lungs. That's the DJs, nice. the DJ mutes the music and lets the crowd uh, sing it a lot. That's nice. But hey, that Uzi EP was pretty good, but it's interesting because a lot of that music sounds old, so I'm wondering where he is mentally. You know, recently was his birthday. He is now 27 years old. He used to talk about being in the 27 club and, you know, wanting to die young because he didn't want to get old. Sure, a lot of people saw that picture when people were wishing him a happy birthday and he looked spooked. Uh, He's in an interesting place. He's, you know, he's in love, which is nice. Yes. Yes, his last know. album was pretty good, but it seems like people tricked him into thinking it was bad. I think Eternal Take is better than Love is Rage too. Me too. And you didn't think that at first. But, nah, you, but everybody liked, can grow. Nah. Everyone can like, grow. Nah, I didn't, like, I didn't yeah. like Love is Rage too as much. Oh my God. I did you like Dark Queen. Yeah, I like songs he dedicated to his mom. It wasn't bad. It's cool. Oh, my gosh. I mean, like I said, everyone can grow, but you definitely said Love is Rage 2 was better than Eternal Take because I was very yeah, excited man. about Eternal Take. Maybe you just wanted just to disagree, but... This I guy, bought man. Eternal Take fast. I like the deluxe low-key more than Eternal Take, but they're both better than Love is Rage 2. You are a revisionist Dan today, and that's okay, man. Hey, man, that's the beauty of it. If it never happened on a podcast, it never happened. <laughs> you don't have no documentation, so you just chitter-chatting. Hey, I probably could look through my text and find some shit. Go ahead. Go back to 1842. All I got to do is type phone. in Eternal Take, and then it'll hey, show me some it dates. It'll show me some dates. Do it right now while we're live, bro. Have fun. This guy's. Just... I don't have any of those. Like I said, everyone can, everyone can grow, man. So yeah, it's, Uzi's it's in a weird thing. place. Uh, I like Glock, um, Glock in my purse. I like, um, I know there's a couple tracks. It's cool, but it just sounds, uh, it just sounds old. So it's just making me wonder, like, all right, it's a SoundCloud tape that his label is going to sell, of course because they need that money. And I don't know, man. I feel like Uzi is kind of, he might be, he might be in danger, but I'm happy that Yeet continues to work with him and wants to help him get his swag up. Damn, you think Uzi might be in danger? Yeah, he is. People ain't talking about the, his EP like that. That's bad for him, right? Yeah. So did Cardi officially easily pass him? I wouldn't say that. As far as like just, demand and shit. You could, uh, I like, don't know. Does Cardi have a bigger fan base? No. Does he have a stronger, more cult-like fan base? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Bigger. He's a cult nigga, cause yeah. Yeah, he's a cult, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
you were I talking think about Cardi passed him, honestly. I can't say you pass him when you drop once every two, three years. It's easier to you didn't you haven't done anything. You're you got your first number one selling a hundred thousand. Uzi sold over three hundred thousand the first week. You can't yeah. pass him. But look who's bigger look, than you. A lot of those fans, and that's because of the push me to the edge song. And a lot of those fans, hold on, which album was Push Me to the Edge on? Love is Rage 2. And then Eternal Take did 300, right? Yeah, that's the one that did 300 plus. Right, right, true, true. So but I just, he's bigger, he got bigger. He's bigger, but I just believe the uh, Cardi, like more, I don't know, I feel like I personally know more people who like a whole lot of red than Eternal Take. Yeah, a whole lot of red is better than the whole Eternal Take, but it's not more successful. That's what we're talking about. When you're saying bigger, it's about success. It's about numbers. It's not about critical It's not about acclaim. internet clicks and memes and stuff. Yeah, it's not about critical acclaim because, yeah, a whole lot of red is better than Eternal Take. You can even say fucking Die Lit is better than Love is Rage 2. And I don't know. I just see vampire Still pictures all over successful. the place. I see vampire pictures all over the place. People like Modern Notoriety. I see them post Cardi more. Like Cardi, to me. Yeah, because like, he has the cult fan base. He gets you more clicks because his fan base is so thirsty. They'll get anything. They even found a picture of him in high school with his journalism pass. He used to be in uh, the high school paper, and they found a picture of his press pass. Cardi fans are weirdos. And he's just more, like, he has more, It's even though you can disagree because Uzi has all the Balenciaga shit, but I just feel like Cardi is, like, more of a cultural, like, thing bigger than uzi right now like all the fashion blogs post cardi more than uzi even though uzi has all the balenciaga shit going on yeah because like i said they like mysterious niggas cardi's a mysterious nigga that's all it's about that's his appeal if he dropped as consistently as other rappers his appeal would go away yeah that's what it is Hmm. that's all it is yeah if that nigga dropped this, that's what really shows you how much how nice you are. Look at like Drake, he used to drop more consistently that all right, there's a song every year. Drake, you gonna have to play Drake or Future or Young Thug or Gunna that them niggas used to drop every year, Lil Baby, Dirk. Like Cardi doesn't do that. Uzi doesn't do that. That's what helps them. That's true. If they if they dropped every year, you would see their buzz would go away. Niggas would be complaining too. They so would that's be more like Yachty. Yeah. So that's why it's like, all right, it's easy to be a mysterious nigga. That's what DJ Khaled was talking about when he was mad that he lost <laughs> to Tyler. Mysterious music. Like you niggas want to be ghosts and don't want to be in a race. And then you come out and beat me. I'm gonna get mad because I play all the industry games. How do you mysterious niggas win? He said, you don't hear it anywhere. And it went. Yeah, yeah. Alan, that's because you only go to fucking clubs, nigga. Like, yeah, only to black functions. Yeah, people play that Tyler shit a lot of places. Not just no clubs where they got the little cold mist that comes out of the sky every time a beat drops. Yeah, but I mean, did you hear any of those Tyler songs at parties? At the alternative functions you were fooling with? That's the Igor album, right? No, I didn't hear that shit. Exactly. So he was right. He was right. I heard every chance that I get at a lot of places. Yeah, exactly. Song of the summer last year, you can argue. 
So that's it. He's right. You mysterious niggas. And that's the thing, too, with Cardi. That rage music, niggas don't play that nowhere. No, they don't. The, the same as Yeet. Niggas don't play that nowhere. The same as Uzi right now. Niggas don't play him nowhere. They played Smoking and Drinking with Future, but uh, what's the last Uzi song you heard at a Black establishment? Probably Smoking and Drinking or Baby Pluto. Yeah, exactly. So, hey. Because Baby Pluto fucking cranks. Nah, yeah, that's a fire intro. Uzi needs to link with Zaytoven more, please. That would be so tight. Because that yeah. beat, even though that beat's like a remix of all of Zaytoven's sound, I love that sound. Those organs. Yeah. God damn. It'll never get old to me. Hey, you know, I say it all the time. These young fellas need to use Zaytoven. Yeet has a song that I like on his uh, latest album that sounds like a Zaytoven beat, the Taliban joint. I just walked in with the Taliban. Yeah, that joint goes. It sounds like a Zaytoven beat. So, and I hey, like I like Yeet, but I told you he wasn't going to take over the world. Yeah, he's not because the rage sound isn't accepted by girls uh, the black community the mainstream black community and black women so yeah it's not going nowhere. shade room doesn't like it so yeah it. yeah you're not gonna hear that at the fl- at the club they barely like house house is creeping in on them but it's not like you know no nah, they like it now beyonce told them to so they yeah, like it. yeah it's like it's the beginning of it but we'll see if how, how long they like it they'll like they'll like beyonce's album that's it yeah drake they moved on but beyonce She's got them in control. I saw Hip Hop DX gave the album a four and a half out of five. Uh, Pitchfork gave it a nine out of 10 best new music. I believe the Metacritic might be a 93 out of 100. So a lot of people are saying this Beyonce album, Renaissance, is the album of the year. So salute to her. I haven't heard it yet either. I mean, I heard it um, last weekend. Um, I heard some tracks, but I, you know, a girl I, I was wasn't with, listening. I heard, I heard some. A girl I was with was playing it, and I heard a Beyonce say something about her titties, and I, I thought that was tight because I never really hear Beyonce say like titties and stuff. So, <laughs> so you like, don't oh, like shit. the women. So you you're tired of the women doing porn rap, but you like Beyonce doing porn rap. It wasn't that pornographic. She just said titties, but the way she said titties was kind of cool. I was like, wow, Beyonce said titties never heard her say titties before damn that's like an auntie cursing it didn't say like i'm about to slide my pussy up and down your face like a water slide at a <laughs> dang that's what you want no i'm just no i'm just saying it wasn't like she said nothing like that like they be having like bar like pussy bars and stuff like eminem level pussy bars shout out to eminem i mean there's nothing wrong with eminem level pussy bars but Shout out to Lil Wayne. He used to talk about pussy a lot. He was the king of it. That's crazy. You call it porn rap. Yeah, what's wrong with that? It's not porn rap. Yeah, it is. We call it drug dealing rap, trap music, gangster rap. They're talking about gangster Call shit. it erotic because you don't call yeah. books that have are very sexual porn books. They're called erotic books. Erotic. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I'll call them porn books. It is porn. <laughs> it's not. It's erotic. It is. It's marketing. All that shit is marketing. When you call it porn, it doesn't sound as good. You can't say it in different places. Porn has a dirty name, has a dirty connotation. Erotic doesn't. So it's the same thing. It's just marketing. That's it. Gangster rap, trap music is the same thing. It's just marketing. Because to be a gangster, you a lot of times you sell drugs. Porn, so pornographic really just means obscene. 
exactly. So yeah, it is obscene rap. Shout out to I like the Meg the Stallion song with Future. You Shout too. out the hit kid on the beat. Too bad it's not gonna do nothing, but hey, yeah. it's a cool nah, song. I haven't heard it nowhere, but I like how she <laughs> says, I love how she says, I'm pressure, I'm pressurelicious. Like she was kind of flowing cool on that joint. Oh, I'm, this guy's likes old school stuff. It sounds like super sonic. Hey man, maybe that is why. And I like how Future uh, sprinkles and she press delicious and and they was kind of it was kind of trying to it was doing like that little Lord Infamous shit a little bit on it. He was having fun, a lot of fun on Adderall too. Yeah, that was shout out to Gunner Addis Addis. That was weird. I, I, I've never tried to have fun on Adderall. I don't know what it's like. I've always studied on it. Rappers like Adderall. Shout out, hey Gunner Gunner Nietzsche Addis Addis. Yeah, they should they should study and like do productive stuff on it and see yeah they do they record music on it yeah they, I, think, I can understand they that. count money on it you know they stay up all night counting money and having fun recording music mm. no don't do drugs yeah. say no to drugs yeah have fun if you want to don't put holes in your brain yeah sometimes you need to make some nah. space if keep it natural that's what i'll say yeah, and if you want to go synthetic, all right. Nah, I don't go synthetic, guys. <laughs> Get it from the dirt, man. Get it from the soil. Hey, like Digital Underground said, do what you like. This is Chopper Soup Convos. We out. <laughs>